0: Tim, yeah, we're rolling, homie. All right. <laughs> so, so this is uh, the Get You Some Productions podcast. It's a podcast covering all things related to music production, from the first note to the last fan, and everything in between. Our mission is to create music and to inspire others to do the same. My name's Keith, and my partner Dan. Couldn't be here today, uh, so um, we have a ringer and a special guest and our first guest ever, uh, Tim Mirth. So I'll talk briefly about Tim Mirth because um, he's a really great guy, but uh, then I'll let you talk about yourselves. Um, <laughs> thanks. But um, but this is an off this is an off episode, so this isn't not part of our regularly scheduled programming we're going to spend uh some time talking about chick korea. Today is February 12th, 13th. 13th. 13th yeah. And chick passed on the 9th. And so um so we wanted to just do this and so Tim mentioned something on social media that I that, that spoke to me and I had a similar experience. So I was like, dude, just come on and let's, you know, let's Talk about Chick, and you know, and just express our feelings and give him some honor, you know, because he was truly a master. So, uh, so, so, just to in, a quick introdu- introduction on Tim. Tim's a phenomenal guitar player and um, a really great guy. And I love the way you're putting yourself out there uh, for everyone to see. Not just your playing, which is great, but also your personality, which is amazing as well. So. Um, I appreciate you for doing that. So do you want to tell anybody that listens uh, a little bit about yourself?
1: Uh, Sure. I'll just do a little background, I guess. Uh, I've been playing music for about 30 years now. Um, And, yeah, I guess always always just seeking and trying to do better and trying to, you know, make sense of the whole, like, social media world, too, with everything and the way that the industry sort of changed. But uh, I guess my take on it is just to share because I feel like a lot of times we we don't always see the journey um, be, behind some of the people we really appreciate musically. So I, I like to think that the things you kind of feel uncomfortable saying sometimes or the emotions you go through, like after a gig or something, um, I think it's sort of important to share it because a lot of times we get stuck in our heads with that stuff and it can be dark or... or or those kind of things, so try to share that, So, but I put out lots of different music, um, you can go to com and find those things, and then I uh, recently started a podcast myself um, with a classical guitarist, a um, friend of mine, we, we've always banter back and forth about guitar stuff, so, um, and that's called the Wood Air Metal Podcast, we're really just getting going, but it's pretty free and open too, so.
0: I think that's about it, and I'm happy mm-hmm. to be here. Keith's always, always inspiring to talk to you, so. Thanks, man. Yeah, so I appreciate you saying all that stuff. Um, your playing speaks for itself, because it's great, um, but, you know, I think just like the way you put yourself out there, I think really helps people, I don't know, I think just people identify with that, so, you know, so that's great, I think, and I think you have totally the right attitude. So I love seeing your posts. I love your podcast. So I want everybody to go check it out. Um, you know, I love geeking out about guitar stuff. So, <laughs> but but today today we're here to talk about Chick Corea, So, yeah. Um, since you're the guest, so, so it's like, as far as I'm concerned, I, I consider this podcast. It's like I'm the host and you're my guest. So um, you know, I don't want to take. I'm a I'm I'm the type of person who usually gets going and talks too much. But do you want to tell people about your experience with Chick and I'll and I'll chime in?
1: Yeah, so Chick's
0: just an unbelievable musician. If
1: if you really if you haven't checked him out, it's funny, I even saw a a post just recently with Dave Liebman saying it's the greatest musician he ever knew, and I don't think he was being disingenuous about it. Uh Chick just seems to be one of those people that can do anything, and there's really like no limit. I mean, he a lot of times you, you sort of see the pianist, and, and depending if they're more like in the pop, rock, jazz side as opposed to classical, the technique or something might not be as much, Or but Chick like has the whole thing from like technique to uh, just being inventive um, to being a great writer, but uh, just thinking about some of the memories I have um, that really st- strike me with Chick and why he's so important, which why it's such a bummer, is... Like I can remember, as a kid, we used to go to my grandparents' house, and my, they had this eight-track there. And uh, there was only like six eight-tracks, and one of them was the electric <laughs> band, the one with the Smurfs on it. And we we would oh, yeah. we would listen to that. Yeah, we would listen to that all the time. Like it was just like the cool thing to do when you're like five years old or whatever to go put the headphones on, and play with an eight-track, and it had the Smurfs on it. And you know, it, uh-huh. was, it was just this thing. Yeah. So, like, that album, we all know, like, my whole family knows really well. And then uh, the one I was talking about earlier I, today.
0: It's funny you bring that up because I forgot that I owned the record of <laughs> that. Exactly. Oh, did you? Yeah. And I loved looking at it, too. It's hilarious. And oh, I, yeah. I yeah, you would just
1: sit there and, like, stare at it, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. What was he
1: thinking um,
0: with that? Because he's the hilarious dude.
1: Probably. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway, so go on. I'm Sorry.
1: Well, so, yeah, it was great, and uh, then I was thinking, um, so I, I kind of started guitar, and it's funny, I started guitar, and I, I really didn't, like, follow guitar players. I, it wasn't like the watch the Beatles or Van Halen or something and then want to play guitar. I just kind of kind of fell into it, and, I, and at the time, I was actually listening to mostly, like, rap and stuff, and eventually got into metal or whatever, but I, I recalled this acoustic band CD that my dad had got and i was just starting to like listen to something like jazz and it that album in particular like it just blew me away like it, the the quality and the inventiveness and his time and his feel like even today i was listening to it again and I, i'm just like blown away by that that album mhm um and it's just a, me, me a trio too. and it's acoustic with a k and yeah, like I just remember and I like basically stole it from my dad, you know, and listened to it like uh-huh. hundreds of times and I think even like I was thinking today, like, I don't know that I even knew what was going on in it. Like I really had no sense of like jazz harmony or any of that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. it didn't make sense to me from like that standpoint. But his his rhythmic feel and everything is so on point. Yeah. That it I just got lost in it.
0: I really did.
1: He's so you were saying that pocket. you had a similar experience. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to
0: hear what, what, what well, your experience that, was. Yeah, that particular record was... I um I was actually studying at Queens College with Roland Hanna, of all people. Nice. And he said that we we're going to learn the tune So In Love, which is one of the tracks on that album. And, and he yeah. said, well, go get a record of it and, and learn the record. So I randomly flipped through... Um, a CDs at the CD store, and just kept flipping through the jazz section, looking at the backs of random CDs All right, to see one. if the to see if the the song was on there. That came up. I'd heard of Chick Corea because at the time I'd listened to, I guess, Return to Forever like a million times. Yeah, and pl- and played Spain in the in the jazz ensemble in, in high school and you know stuff like that. But I didn't really know anything beyond that. So I just grabbed the record. I was like, oh, So In Love, you know, we got a winner. (laughs) Brought it home and listened to it. And it was, like, probably one of the worst things I could have done because he (laughs) – it's not, like, totally free, but they take so many liberties with that tune. Oh, yeah. That it's almost indistinguishable from – that's hyperbole. It's not indistinguishable. You can tell no, it's a No, it's a really
1: interesting album that way because they were like almost all the mm-hmm. songs too. You're like, wait, where's the head? And like,
0: sometimes yeah, you have to,
1: to kind of think about it. But it, it's so wonderful, you
0: know, and, I, and creative it, take on it. Well, you tell me, but like my, my takeaway from the album was that there's so much improvisation in it, but there's so many points where the band is locked in on oh, yeah. hits and things that they seem – I can only assume that it came together, like, over many, many years of playing together where they just hit the same spots over and over again. Right. Um, But – You
1: figure those – how long was that that core group rhythm section, let's say? uh, I don't know. Like, they must have been playing, like, 10 years at that point or something when that came out. Yeah. So they they yeah. probably know each other so well. It's like mm-hmm. you wink a certain way and I know you're gonna do this thing. Yeah. Um and they're all just monsters too, for that matter. But
0: I um I think it's I, I don't know, you know, I I I've I cautioned myself to not be too hyperbolic about it, but for me it's like one of the most um it has it it's one of the densest records I've ever heard like yeah, sure. You know what I mean? It's like there's just so much in there between Chick like between the rhythmic complexity of the way Dave plays and then um and then Chick is playing so many different um he's introducing so many harmonic um like alterations that uh-huh. it's like it's somehow it seems you know, it seems like a like one statement all the way through, but it's almost like a fractal. Like you, no matter how deep you go, you can still keep like pulling more stuff out of that record. Oh yeah, There's so much. Yeah, that, that seems like one
1: of those records you could just study the rest of your life and probably yeah. not figure it all out
0: yeah. in a way. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I used to I used to cut it up in in some audio editor and put make tiny little loops out of it uh-huh. and just play along to the tiny little loops. And I think, like, after studying it for a year, I may have learned, like, three measures of Spain. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I didn't get very far at all.
1: Yeah, that's... I, I can't imagine. I was thinking that today because I'm, I'm I'm much better at, like, learning stuff, you know, by year at this point.
0: Mm-hmm. Mostly
1: can figure stuff out in a first pass kind of thing. It. I'm like, I I should take this thing on and, and try to, like, take something from it, especially since he just passed. and Yeah. Like this, th- that... And just to say, like, I mean, that record really threw me, like, head into wanting to play jazz.
0: Mm. Like,
1: um, it was that, and the, it's kind of funny. It was, it was that and the my dad at the same time got the Coltrane African Brass Sessions. Yeah. Both of those yeah. records just killed me. Like, oh. at the time, I was yes. listening to mostly like, heavier stuff and, like, prog or whatever. Mm-hmm. And those two records, something about both of those... Even today, I just like they're so heavy, you know, on my spirit or something. Well, I, it's uh... so,
0: it's hilarious, but it's actually kind of it's it's so amazing that you found those two records. Not that they're yeah, are yeah, I know millions right? of great and, and there are two that no like it's kind of fun. No one ever talks about those records.
1: They're sort of undersung in That's... the jazz community.
0: <laughs> well, this is what cracks me up about this acoustic band album because believe it or not, I've known a lot of musicians who've thrown a lot of shade on that album. I know, yeah. A lot of, I know. A lot of pros. And it's I hear like, that, too. It's like, what what are you talking... It's like, how could you even... What are you talking about? That's crazy,
1: you know? Yeah, I remember going to, like, jazz school, and, and people were like, oh, yeah. I mean, and I love, like, Now He Sings, Now He sounds Like, that record's yeah. amazing. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, of course. And they're like, he hasn't done anything good since then, or something. I, I heard that quite a few times. And I'm
0: like, have you not heard this other album? <laughs> have you not heard... I mean... I, it's so crazy. I mean, this just baffles me. I, I've known a few drummers who hate Dave Weckl, also. Oh, sure, yeah. And and that's another thing that's like, also, it's like, fine. I, I get it that he's not. He's not as organic as some drummers, I guess. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but he has. I don't he's, know. He's amazing. Yeah, he's so amazing. Like, and and that context for him is actually where he. It seems to me like he really shines. Mm-hmm. Um you know it's because... funny is i
1: like i i don't
0: I'm not crazy about um Weckle
1: and Patatucci on the electric y stuff, but I right. really like them on that record and i any time yeah. I've heard them play acoustic stuff, they sound great
0: that's right yeah that's I feel the same way I feel like they maybe they're known so much for the electric stuff, and to yeah. me i don't I don't get too excited about it, but on that particular record, I guess the way they strip down for me like Weckle is like. He, he, in so many ways, like, carried the spirit of Tony Williams in that record somehow. Like, with, with how, I guess, like, explosive he was in a jazz context. You know, he's so sure. aggress, He's, so, like, borderline robotic, so that's probably what everyone's, you know, gripe is with him. But he is also so explosive at times that it's like, to me, he really is like the only one of the only drummers. To, I, I shouldn't say that. He's not, because um, there have been there. Like, I get what you're him, saying though. But There's he's like one that a, of uh, fearless of a fear. power thing happening. Yeah. You know,
1: that, yeah. Like, that to, Tony was so good at. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like like to be playing like a swing, to be putting down like a swing beat, and then all of a sudden come out of nowhere with some like like borderline metal fill. You know. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know to be comfortable enough in your playing to just. Go from you know zero to a hundred, but but don't don't ramp up at all. You know. You know, um, I am wonder. I know that
1: group toured because I saw somebody post a. You know, and I and I know they did it again in like the late two thousands. But when around when that record yes. came out, um, yeah, they they must have toured around then. And I'm wondering if there's like bootlegs of that group touring because there's probably just the unreal stuff. I bet
0: there are. I, actually, since I looked it up. Um, Actually, since you posted it and I saw your post this this yeah. morning, I um, I've gotten a couple in my feed of what seems to be, um, like live videos of that. Nice, it has gotta be yeah. awesome. So, so I think like we we can sort of wrap it up. But I, I wanted to touch something because I sort of like, I was sort of pondering, you know, what was it about Chick that I thought was like so inspiring? I guess I don't know really um to me and um how can i say it i guess it's like for me you know he's he was the type of artist that that um that i guess he lived like in in intensity somehow that i feel like it was that not that you know his playing Really was like stood on its own, obviously, and his and his composing also was amazing. But, but I feel like his. I feel like where did that come from? You know, and I feel like the way he lived was so, God, uh, just so like ebullient or something. Like he was just so he was just so like passionate and so positive, you know, that like his type of playing that also like sparkles in a way. Like, with his, the, the fact that he's so, like, his rhythm, like, just like you said, like, his pocket is so good. But his lines are, like, he doesn't just play a line. It's, like, dazzling in a way, you know? Yeah, like, for sure. He just, you know, it's like, it's, like, it's, like, it sparkles in a way. And even the way he plays his arrangements, like, even his solo arrangements, if you notice, like, he does these, like, stabs and things. And, and, he, and his dynamics are, are, like, really wide. He's just like I have to. I have to assume that he must have like lived his life in a way that that came through in his playing. And for me, I guess like that's what inspired me about him. You know, I don't know. I'm I'm oh, yeah. just trying. I'm trying to formulate it as I'm telling you. I don't really know. Like, yeah, i, no, want to put I it I, into words for the sake of you know giving him some honor. You know, but like I don't know what I'm saying in in some respects. But do you like feel <laughs> that, or Are you like you understanding? What I'm yeah, saying no, here? I
1: think you know this, the one thing I I feel like I've noticed about him is you you were kind of saying is like the passion he seems like like i never imagined chick ever listening to anything and being like that sucks (laughs) he listens (laughs) to everything and says that's amazing right you know like his his like take on it all and it could be you know like a kid who just started playing and plays everything out of tune and he would be like that's incredible you Mm -hmm. know and that sort of spirit seemed to, like, transcend into his playing as well. Mm-hmm. Just, and you hear endless stories about him being positive mm-hmm. um, with people and just, like, hey, awesome, you're a musician, we need more musicians, like, you know. Um, and I, and he's obviously was just obsessed with all of it too, right? <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. To the day he died, he was still playing piano and making music, you know, basically, so... and I think he was still learning like he was like oh that's cool what you did or that's you know like
0: taking it all in like what a great attitude yeah Yeah. every every video that I saw of him even in his later years when I saw him it was just I saw him on his 60th birthday at the Blue Note and I thought wow this guy's 60? <laughs> you know? I know.
1: And then, I was telling like, somebody about that the other day that a residency did a few years back, and it was mm-hmm. like 14 days in a row with four, or, you know, every night was a different band, mm-hmm. and they were two sets. You know, it's like that must have been over 200 different songs, and they were all complex arrangements mm-hmm. with different artists. And, like, who can do that and be the center of attention in all of it, too, right? Like, you're in the center of it all.
0: Right. That's got to, you Fine. know, that that by itself is, you know, takes, I guess you get used to it after being a musician for I don't know how long, yeah. you know, is it 50 years, you know, maybe sure 70 years, you know, I guess he must've started when he was like a teenager or in his twenties at least, but
1: he was pretty right. young
0: when um, now he's saying, now he's comes out. Right? He was, he doesn't see, he looks young on the cover. <laughs> he looks yeah, young on the back jacket sure. or something. You know what I mean? So I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, an
0: inspiring, no doubt. Re- really, a, a rare dude. Okay, so Tim Merce, thank you. You you have christened the podcast <laughs> today <laughs> as being the first. Yeah, I'm, I'm honored, the first uh, guest. And yeah, well, I really appreciate you coming on. I'm really glad we got to have this conversation because. Um, it's important to have, and I and I recognize that you had like a, a, the same feeling as me, and I was like, great, Tim is going to be the guy to do this. But um, <laughs> I'd love to have you back on someday in the future to just talk about yourself the whole time. Um,
1: but it'll only be one minute long, folks. Don't worry. I
0: wanted to get a lot of questions. What's your favorite color? <laughs> what speakers are you wearing right now? Um, so tell people again where where they can find you. Any any parting words you want to leave, um, but otherwise just um, just make sure people can find you. And I'll put the website and the podcast links in the show notes and um, make Great. sure people get it. Yes, you you can find me um,
1: on social media and, and YouTube and stuff. If you, if you look up Tim Mirth and as long as it's spelled right, I think you'll find it. Um, luckily, my name is unique enough that there shouldn't be any competition. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and no, then no, no. you know i have like stuff on Bandcamp and stuff too if you want to check out some of the music i put out i have a couple records i'm really hoping to get done mixing soon mm. uh, we can even talk about that one day um because mixing and all that stuff is great yeah but uh yeah so i think that's it and as far as everything else and just keep making music everyone uh i know it's tough but i think it It's one of the greatest things we have, greatest
0: gifts we have on this Mm -hmm. world that we're in. So, cool. I agree with that. Yeah. So, and and um, I'll just throw my two cents right on top of it. When Tim says keep playing music, are the mantra of our podcast and the mantra of our company is just do one thing. You know, just it's like (laughs) you know you don't realize how how many days there are in a year until you've done one thing every day even if it's something small even if it's just set up your guitar in the stand so you can play it tomorrow you know just do your one thing and yeah, I love that. you're going to be really really happy you did it um like a few years from now like bill murray and groundhog day you know yeah definitely all right dude thank you so Perfect. much really oh, loved having you on and you know to, to many more to many more and and uh all the all the best success for you, That's and good. can't wait to hear your new record. Awesome,
1: we'll so, talk soon. I'm sure. Later, dude. Later.